worship you on today. God, we worship you because you're worthy. We worship you, Lord God, because we owe you our worship. God, I thank you for the reminder that those that worship you must worship you in spirit and in truth. So God, we thank you for the opportunity. We get to worship you, Lord God. It's not a burden. It's an act of love. It's an act of repayment. We lavishly worship you, Lord God, for who you are, for who you've been, and for who you are yet going to be. God, we glorify your name on this morning from the rising of the sun, Didi, until the going down of the same. His name is worthy to be praised. And God, we worship you. In the beauty of beauty and in the holies of holy, God, we worship you. Elohim, we worship you. Yada, we worship you. Jehovah Shalom, we worship you. I am that I am, we worship you. Jehovah Shiskanu, we worship you. Hallelujah. We glorify your name on today, God. We glorify your name on today, God. We glorify your name on today, God, because you are awesome. You are mindful of us, God. You love us when we were unlovable. Even still on the days, Lord God, when we don't deserve your love, you are yet there giving it to us, God. When we don't even know how to be kept, God, you keep us. And God, we thank you. And we are appreciative of being kept by you. God, we thank you that you are our provider and our protector, Lord God. You allow nothing to come nigh us, God. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for providing food, shelter. God, thank you for providing the finances to pay the bills, God. When we cause most of them ourselves, God, you yet still make ways. You yet still make ways, God. 
when our backs are up against the wall, God, you give us a way of escape. God, we bless you. We glorify you. God, we magnify your name, oh God. We make your name great. We magnify your name. We make your name great. For you are great and greatly to be praised. When everything around us, God, is chaotic, we can find solace and peace and rest in you, God. So we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We glorify your name on today, God. This Wednesday, this hump day, God. This wait while you wait on God Wednesday. This worship Wednesday, God, we wait on you. Right, Dee Dee, you got a lot to be, not just you, right? When we think about where he's brought us from, how he saved us. I thank God for saving you. I thank God for keeping you. I thank God for rising you up, raising you up. I thank God for each and every one of you on this morning because he didn't have to let it be, but he did. He did not have to allow you to see today, but he did. So because today is the day that the Lord has made, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Despite what may be going on, I double dog dare you to open up your mouth and give God your best praise in the midst of the hell, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the uncertainty, in the midst of the diagnosis, whatever it is you are dealing with, I double dog dare you to open up your mouth and give God a great big thank you because he deserves it. He deserves it. All day, every day, he deserves the glory. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to the Lord. Why? Because he deserves it. He deserves it. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Who, who wouldn't serve a God like this? Promise keeping, faithful. Strong tower, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Always providing. Always answering. Always there when you need him. Always there. Always there. Always there. Hallelujah. Glory to your name on today, God. 
Glory to your name on today. Glory to your name on today, God. Hallelujah. So, God, we thank you for this day. This day, God. Not yesterday, but this day. Not tomorrow, God, but this day. For we will not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. But, God, on this day, the day that you chose to wake us up, the day that you chose to keep us in our right mind, the day that you chose to continue to give us the activities of our limbs, God, the day that you chose, God, to allow us to remember our names, God, to remember where we were when we woke up, God, this day, when we woke up under shelter, not in the street, this day, God, when we had clothes to put on our back, God, this day, the fact that there's food in our refrigerators, we have running water. God, this day, the day that we're not living in rubble, lying, waiting, praying, hoping that they find us this day. When I've lost all my family members and yet I'm an orphan, God, this day. In this day, God, when I flicked on the lights, the lights came on, God, this day. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. Even if we are one paycheck away, God, I thank you. Hallelujah. So God, I choose ye this day to serve you, to worship you, to magnify you, to glorify you, God. This day to worship you and to call out your great name. God, I choose this day. This day. God, I glorify you, I magnify you, and I exalt you from on high. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, he didn't have to do it, but he did. He didn't have to let me live, as the old saints would say. He didn't have to let me live. He didn't have to let me live. I'm glad to be in the service one more time. My God. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, today is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. And it's the day that we have set aside everything. <laughs> we have set aside everything for this day. Whew. So listen, 
this day be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Valetta, listen, ma'am. It is truly a testimony because he didn't have to let me live. I live so carelessly, proclaiming, right, that I love the Lord. He got me out of some tight and some icky spaces. Whew. I thank God, Didi, I thank God. time after time snatched me up gave me another opportunity snatched me up gave me another opportunity snatched me out gave me another opportunity time after time after time after time Listen, listen, baby. Somebody better cue the music because I literally could run. I could run. I could run. When you stop and think on where he's brought you from, where he saved you from, where he plucked you up out of, when you think back and wonder how you made it over. Hey, you God, I thank you. It is nobody. Nobody, nobody, nobody but God. 
Nobody but God. Nobody but God. Nobody but God. Nobody but God. Whew, baby, baby, baby. Every near death situation. The mere fact that I'm alive to tell it. The mere fact that I'm alive to give him thanks for it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't do anything else on today, while you're waiting, while you're fasting, retrospect, reflect back, and then thank God that you have the capacity, (laughs) that you have the capacity in your mind To even think back. Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. So in these last few minutes, I can't see a doggone thing, y'all. In these last few minutes that we'll be together this morning, but connected in the spirit. Let me tell y'all what God said on today. In addition to worshiping him, because he told me to worship him. Because he told me that I owe him everything. I owe him my life. I owe him my money. I owe him my time. He says, I owe Denise, you owe me everything. You have what you have because of me. You, girl, you owe me everything. Don't get it twisted. And all you can say is, I know God. When he tells you that you owe him everything, all you can say is, I know. Which is exactly why I gave him my kids. Way back. For those that don't know, I'm a mother of four sons biologically. And then when I remarried, I inherited two additional sons, my bonus sons, with whom I love very deeply. But I gave God my children, my four biologicals, and now my two bonus years ago, because I refused to not be able to sleep peacefully at night wondering, were they okay? So I told the Lord, 
I'm giving them to you. You allowed me the opportunity to mother them and to birth them, right? And to raise them and to pour into them, whether I poured into them incorrectly or I poured into them right. God allowed me to birth them. And I told the Lord that he could have them back because I refuse to be worried about them. The mere fact that he allowed me to birth them, the mere fact that he gave me the gift of mothering. I said, God, you knew them before you formed them in my womb. And you know the thoughts and the plans that you have concerning them. But God, I'm asking you, I'm giving them back to you. Because in you, they live, they breathe, and they have their being. God, it's in you. That they'll be who they need to be. God, it's in you. I can't do it on my own. They are only loaned to us. And even if they stray, he told me to raise them up in the way that they should go. And when they got old, they would not depart from it. So even when they stray, they won't stray for long. And when I tell you they may not be doing everything that they need to do, I know that they know the Lord because they will call me on the carpet in a minute. And although they not, may not be living for the Lord, they can tell me, woman, what you gonna do? You gonna worry or you gonna worship? You told us to not worry about it, but to pray about it, right? So which one are you gonna do, mama? And I have to tell them, don't give me back my words in a loving, kind, funny way, right? But it just goes to show you that the seeds have been planted. Someone comes along and waters and God says, I'll bring the increase, Denise. So the Lord says on today, be still before me and wait patiently for me. Those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. But for you, O Lord, do I wait. It, it is you, O Lord my God, who will answer. Christ is the answer. He is your rest and the treasure you seek. What to do while waiting on God? Have you been praying about a situation in your life and found yourself waiting for a breakthrough? Are you wondering why the answer hasn't come yet? Do you feel as though victory is passing you by? Sometimes when we pray long and hard about a situation in our life without receiving any answers, we just learn to live with it. 
We go on about our business wondering if or when God will send the answer. But God, but God does hear those prayers, wives. And he's working out the answers, even though we may not know all the details. Our situation can change suddenly, quickly, without warning. But one thing is certain, Gwendolyn Cage, before God moves suddenly, we will wait. Waiting for answers is a fact of life. Nobody gets out of it. You apply for a job, they call you, you interview, and you wait. Wondering, praying, hoping, did I get the job? You go to the doctor and they run tests and you wait, wondering what the test results are about. So waiting for answers is a fact of life. No one gets out of waiting. So the question is not if we'll wait, but rather how we'll wait. And I believe how we wait will determine how long we wait. So what are you doing while you're waiting on God? All of us will wait passively or will wait expectantly. A, pass, a passive person hopes something good will happen and is willing to sit around waiting to see if it does. After a short time, they give up saying, that's it. I've waited and waited and nothing happened. The passive person has a lot of wishbone, but not much backbone. Whereas the expected person, on the other hand, is hopeful, believing the answer is just around the corner, due to arrive any minute. Their belief is not. What we've been waiting for happens. We gotta be seated in a place of expectation and we have to expect it to happen. It's just like when a woman is pregnant. It's said that she is expecting a baby. She carries inside her 
the promise of a baby. And even though she can't see it, she knows it's there. The moment she learns of her pregnancy, she begins to plan for her baby's arrival. She starts collecting items that she'll need and busily gets the nursery ready. She actively prepares for the arrival of the baby because she knows the promise will be fulfilled. It's just a matter of time. She is expectant and she'll wait as long as it takes. Not passive, but expectant. We got to be eager with faith. Once we've asked God to answer a question or to solve a problem, we need to be eagerly awaiting his answer. We need to be serving actively, aggressively, and expectantly. Catch the word. We need to be serving actively, aggressively, and expectantly. When our hearts are eager to hear from God, that's what we're expected to do. He loves to rush in suddenly with his solution. In many cases, this waiting period actually serves as a time of preparation for the answer. If God answered right away, many of us would be ill-prepared to handle his solution. Denise, what are you saying? God gives us time to be prepared for the outcome of his, of, of his answer. He gives us time to, to be prepared for what it is he's going to say. Are we ready to receive the yes from God? Have you done the work in your waiting period? You've prayed and asked him to do X, Y, and Z, but have you prepared for it? Sometimes we find ourselves in such horrible messes that it's hard to imagine waiting one more second. But we need to keep waiting on God and trusting him with the sweet and simple faith that in a way we never could have figured out, God moves suddenly. Because he has the ability to shift it on a dime. Then all of a sudden, in the Bible, Paul and Silas knew about waiting and they waited well. Acts 16 tells the story of how they were attacked by a crowd, beaten and thrown into jail. Verse 24 says the jailer put them into the inner prison, the dungeon, and fastened their feet in the stocks. He was making sure they couldn't escape. But about midnight, God showed up for Paul and Silas. Now, it would have been nice if he'd come a little earlier, but Paul and Silas didn't seem to mind. They just decided to start singing and began to worship the Lord. They began to wait on God. And as they began to wait, they began to worship him. They taught us what to do, Kara, 
while we're waiting on God. We are to worship him. Verse 25 and 26 says, but at midnight, as Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them, suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the very foundations of the prison were shaken and all and at once all the doors were opened and everyone's shackles were unfastened. God answered them suddenly. When people patiently and expectantly wait on God in the midst of horrible circumstances, suddenly God breaks through. So don't give up, wives. Don't stop believing, wives. Stay full of hope and expectation, wives. Why? Because God's power is limitless and he'll break through for you if only you would wait in a seat of expectation and worship was how you waited for his solution to the very thing that you've been praying and asking God for. Worship sets the expectation for who, for how you wait. But even in the worship, even in the waiting and the expect, seat of expectation, you've got to do the work. You've got to prepare to receive what it is God is getting ready to say. Have you asked him to search your heart and to remove the things that's in you that should not be there? The reason why he's keeping you waiting is because you're not yet prepared for the solution that God is getting ready to bring. Worship him while you're waiting on him to provide the answer to the prayers that you have been praying. I pray that on today, you all have an amazing Wednesday. And I pray that while you're waiting, while you're fasting and praying and worshiping, that you're doing the work in preparation because God has the ability to move suddenly on your behalf. We believe God for suddenlies on today. To suddenly open doors, to suddenly heal the sick, to suddenly open the eyes of the blind, to suddenly deliver and set free, to suddenly make ways out of no way, to suddenly restore refresh and make new. I'm believing God with you on today for your suddenly to take place because he's a suddenly God. And I know that without a shadow of a doubt, God is going to do what he said he was going to do, but we got to learn how to wait on him. Yeah. You're either going to wait passively or you'll wait expectantly. 
choose how you wait. I love you all. And I cannot wait to see you on tomorrow morning for Thankful Thursday. Yeah. Suddenly, Latanya, every studio will be filled and there will be a wait list. Suddenly, Gwendolyn, I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting on you, Lord. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting. I don't mind waiting on you, Lord. Listen, I don't mind waiting on the Lord because they that wait upon the Lord shall be renewed. They, have, they, they shall have strength like an eagle. Listen, I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on the Lord to renew. I'm waiting on the Lord to deliver my sons. I'm waiting on the Lord, right, to give them breakthrough in every area of their lives. I'm waiting on the Lord with and for you all as you're waiting on the Lord to hear and answer your prayers. Some of you have shared your prayer request and I am waiting with God. Pray, prepare, and wait. And wait in the seat of expectation. Yeah. Wait in a seat of expectation. Isaiah 40. Let me go on and read it since you put it out there. Valetta. Isaiah 40 and 31. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Listen. It's in you. Wait on him and be of good cheer. Wait on him. Yeah. I bless God for each and every one of your lives on today. May God do something suddenly in your lives. That's good, Valletta. That's great. God, help me while I wait on you. Yeah. Serena, your, your season is getting ready to change, baby. Just like we're getting ready to move from winter into spring. I hear the Lord saying that your waiting season is almost about to shift. It's almost over. Hallelujah, Kara. Yeah. I believe it with you, Serena. And I won't stop believing God for you. Yeah. For our, out of the darkness you shall rise. Out of the ashes you shall rise. Gwendolyn Cage, I'm believing God with you and for you. That suddenly there will be a great shift. Abashe, suddenly 
things will begin to align themselves. People will begin to align themselves. Your marriages will begin to align themselves. I believe God for a suddenly shift, a suddenly realignment, a suddenly yes, yes to your will, Lord God. Yes, I'll obey, oh God. Yes, I'll obey God. Suddenly. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's getting ready to happen. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. It's getting ready to happen. So God, as we leave this place, but never from your presence, we ask that you would go with us, God. Matter of fact, Lord God, we ask that you would go before us. That you would make every crooked path straight. God, that you would do a suddenly in our lives. Suddenly our marriages are whole. Suddenly our husbands are in their right position. Suddenly the doors that were once closed are now open. Suddenly. The job that I long for, God, suddenly. So God, we'll be like Paul and Silas on today. We'll worship you. And in the worship, the time will go by swiftly. I literally hear the Lord saying, help me to hold out. I'm going to help you to hold out until I come. He's responding to your request. He's responding to your request. You just don't see it, nor do you know the details. He is responding to your request. Whew. I don't, listen, we have the ear of God. It's in that place where you feel him that you need to reach up and grab and ask him for what it is you need. When you can feel him stirring, he's on the scene. Ask, knock, seek. Isaiah 40 and 11, and then we're gone. He says, he will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom 
and gently lead those that are with young. He's a very present help in the time of trouble. And I pray that he responds subtly in the lives of these, his daughters, because you are daughters of the King. I love you all and I can't wait to see you on tomorrow. Have an amazingly great day seated in a seat of expectation while you're waiting on the Lord. Do not wait passively, but wait in a seat of expectation.